2: You're listening to Acton from broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. <laughs>
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome dear listeners, welcome to Wilkes Rangers, a lively Loftus Road for a visit of course of the Lions, to their West London neighbours, I shan't um, give them a term of rivals, Lions just, uh, two teams just coming out on the pitch, Lions in Orange this afternoon, your Millwall team, team goal, uh, Jake Cooper, Wes Harding, either side of them Danny Mac, Joe Bryan in front of him. Billy Mitch, George Honeyman, Book Norton, Zian Fleming, Duncan Watmore up front, Kevin Nisbet. The bench looks strong today. We've got Tanganga, our new signing in this week, that's caught the imagination of the moral world. Seen on the bench this afternoon, Casper Dunor, amongst others. 2,600 travelling lines. as Joe Edwards, just taking the, uh, the applause for the, for the Edwards Revolution, dear listeners. Where are you in the Edwards Revolution? I'm stood, stood high in the upper deck of the away end uh, rail seating the, uh, the, all the rage they've got some down the upper end i see but certainly the upper decks of the away end rail seating. you get like a fold down seat otherwise you're stood standing terrace style like the olden days as you can hear i'm amidst the uh, the, the singing choir of the lions the bermondsey male choir so to speak Big shout out to Mill TT and also Angelo, both of whom I was talking to downstairs. Also Mickey Simpson of uh, that Mill podcast, all of whom I saw in the uh, very cramped confines of the uh, what passes for a hospitality area downstairs. I don't know about you, the listeners, but I'm saying to the boys, I'm looking forward to watching Mill all these days. The first half football we saw last week was something else. Of course, it all went off the rails. Of course it did. I know that, you know that. But that first half football promised so much. Let's hope we can see some more of that this afternoon for relegation haunted QPR in the bottom three. The Lions, dare I say it, listeners, that we come here expecting to win this or is that to, to bond the talk for you? operation getting into the ground this afternoon. I've never seen so many priests and stewards to uh, chaperone us into the away end. Bit over the top, in my humble opinion. Oh, playing the ball out from the back. I've never seen such things in all my life. <laughs> it's <part of> Barcelona. <laughs> I've never seen it in my life. I'll get issue with it, though. I'll get issue. We don't
3: do this, <laughs> do Because we ain't Barcelona.
0: <laughs> Mill playing the ball out from the back, never ceases to amaze and wonder, the uh, travelling supporters you can hear. Have you ever known such times? Transatlantic show business with uh, Green Day name-checking us. Friendly messages with the Detroit Lions. Joe Edwards ringing up Jose Marino, Antonio Conte asking their opinions on Tanganga. Strange days are here to stay. I think that's a Green Day song, isn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, I'm going to have to check that out on my Spotify when I get home. So I know nothing of Green Day, in all truth. I believe they're a beat band, a beat combo from America. This is Millwall now, this is Brooke Norton Cuffey on the right side, around five minutes. Takes his man on, he tries to um, step over it, but he's going to be cleared by QPR. There's a bloke in a Mexican Mexican hat. <laughs> Mexican hat, like a sombrero. I don't know why you would do that, but still. Bit of fun, maybe. No, no, no place for fun. No all no way game. Little ball through, Kevin this bit on the left side. Ball across the face of the goal. Offside, offside. One moment time had frozen ancient TV program, I used to watch when I was young, it was an Australian program, it's called The Flying Boomerang, The Magic Boomerang, Magic Boomerang, and the boy in the uh, Aussie Outback, when he threw this boomerang, which has Aboriginal powers, um, it could freeze time, and that was what that moment there was like, it's like the boy had thrown the magic boomerang, it's come from the vaults of my memory that has, is about mid-60s, black and white, mid-60s, older than Skippy I think, because that was shot in colour, I think this was shot in black and white, Check it out on YouTube, I'm sure it's going to be on there. But there was a moment there where everything froze, like in the Magic Boomerang. Yeah. 11 minutes in. So gave an interview with the, uh, I think it was the News at Den, might have been the uh, South London, can't remember which it is. Operating purely from memory this afternoon, listeners. Um, saying how much he enjoys being part of the playmaking, so to speak, of the, of the side. Clearly that's been the uh, reason for his signing. I think he's improving as a goalkeeper game by game, though. Would you agree, listeners?
1: These defenders do not want that fucking ball. They look very uncomfortable, aren't they? Because uh, every time their defenders get the ball, they're trying to hoof it up or pass it out to the wingers. Yeah. If the wingers ain't back enough, they're passing it to the pit. All right, oh, finds oh, Cook Morton oh,
0: Cuffey on the right. Okay. That's going to go for another throw in, another chance for a long throw for uh, Zian Fleming. It's been towards 17 minutes. The last long throw, which I was being slightly um, dismissive of, finished up bouncing across the face of the goal. So um, let's see what Zian can do here. Lower, was taken low. Come back to Zian, Ball into the box. Almost a taken turn there by Honeyman. bouncing around. That's going to go for a corner, a right sided. Of, no, uh, offside, offside. Millwall playing the ball across the back, almost getting caught out there, dear listeners. 20 minutes oh, into a game. Keep going. Keep going. It's the price of um, price of beauty. Sometimes you have to. Uh, in, in, oh dear, there's a <laughs> poor bit of control there by Wes Harding. So, uh, yeah, a couple of slapstick moments there by Millwall. That's a long ball forwards.
1: Body that, body that, body
0: that. Joe Bryan takes it under no real pressure. Lovely turn by Billy Mitchell. I think that was a uh, dangerous ball there. Norton Cuffey looking for the overlap by Danny Macklotson. Danny, Danny Danny's imagination weren't going there, what was it?
1: He's thinking about defending, that's very right, tactic. Yeah, that's right, he's right. looking for the over That's very right,
0: tactic. Huge, long-range making pass for Jake Cooper. Almost finds Brock Norton Coffee. Just gets away. It 22 minutes, about the halfway point of the first half. It's been a bright enough start, it's not um, a classic by any stretch of the imagination, scrappy game in some senses, but Mill certainly are looking OK. QPR look poor, they look like the relegation contenders they are, but obviously the first goal will be a crucial moment in this game, so whoever gets that will get a big boost in the arm. And at the halfway point, 0-0, it can still go either way.
3: BPR.
1: They, it, they, they really look unhappy
0: with the ball, don't they? They
1: don't want it out of the back, mate. No, no, no. They're fucking. If we put pressure
0: on them, you see why a relegation candidate.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent, mate. If it's not this season, next season they would, they would get. Because a team like Portsmouth will come up and stay up. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be good next season if they don't go down this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'd be out of them and Huddersfield. Need that for
0: goal, always, first goal, not first goal. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. I'll be playing against Middlesbrough but if he. That first half, that 40 minutes, we would have played
0: beautiful football.
1: We outplayed Um, them, but we just didn't take the chances. It was just one of them days, you know what I mean?
0: Broken on the left side, their left. Joe Bryan is scoring the seven down, he gets a cross in. It's 1-0. One, n- one nil to Kilpy Crossing to the far post, touch back, it crosses the line, 1-0. Poor goal to concede after um, looking a better side for me. 27 minutes. Basic ball in. Caught with the far post, scuffed across the line. One more.
3: Fucking, up you Fucking hell!
0: The uh, bloke with the um, sombrero has brought an old school rattle, which is causing a lot of um, cheering to our left, in listeners. across the uh, left side, Shot. over the bar thankfully from the seven, it was closer than, uh, closer than you think listeners, 32 minutes, come to all 33, that's Paul Biddy. finds Brook Norton Cuffey on the right side, 33 minutes, first one we've seen from him, there's a ball, there's another poor ball in though, the quality I've said it a few times on these shows listeners, that final ball is wanting, he's done well that striker there, the 30, Breaking forwards, mid the ball midfield, great tackle there by Danny Mac. Great tackle. Great tackle. Gives Mill a chance to break then. 33. Ticking towards 34 What was taking it into touch unfortunately. Beautiful tackle, Danny Mac there, listeners. The 30 was breaking forwards of intent. Just getting them um, struggling to keep the ball at the moment, listeners. When we do get it, we're not using it uh, wisely. We're getting pinned back, we're playing the ball out. This is a shot from distance, that's about a yard wide, that was close. We're just not being um, sharp enough with this playing the ball out business. Getting pinned back. That was a lucky break there, that shot was curling in. Finished going on, what, a yard wide? But um, you know what I mean, listeners, contradictory towards 40 minutes. Another Millwall move all breaks down. This gives the the 30 the chance on the left side. Got Wes Harding there, but it's still going to have a 7, who has caused us issues this afternoon. That's 7. Into the penalty. That's going to... The 30. Creepy are keeping possession. We're not um, clearing our lines particularly well, listeners. In truth but nothing much to report from the Mill perspective in that half. We haven't troubled their goalkeeper at all. We have gone forwards earlier on. The last ball has let us down. So, poor half, really. And obviously to concede the goal makes it a very poor half from the Mill perspective. Billy Mitchell now collects. Nice little one-two. Billy on the left side. Finds more? Ball into the middle. Uh, Nisbet hits it over a best moving shot of the, of the half which probably says something because that was high over the bar into the scoreboard, 43 minutes. I missed how long the added time was, a lady had to squeeze past me, and it's almost like a scene out of a carry on movie, carry on Millwall listeners because the uh, gap on the rail seating is extremely tight so I was in a kind of a Sid James type situation, she squeezed through what little gap there was. Anyway, I resumes. So I don't know how long this has had time to take place. It's a free kick at the moment to Queen's Park Rangers. On the uh, right side, all in deep. That's a looping header onto the, onto the roof of the net. No fluency to me all this half at all. Listeners, move, every move forwards seems to uh, misplace a pass, break down, go wrong somehow or another. Until three minutes into the added time. so I don't know how long of added time we've got, but there's a free kick from Millwall just on the right side of the centre circle. We've, we've shown very little. That one opportunity for um, Nisbet from that ball in from the left being the only chance of the half, really, that I would pick out. But this is a late um, free kick, chance for Danny Mac to put the ball into the melee. Towards Jake Cooper, is Offside. Offside. We've been caught on that. No end of time. It's half-time. As you can tell, the, uh, the paying punters are unhappy with that. Rightly so. QPR one. Millwall nil at the break. Just waiting for the uh, QPR side to come out for the second half. Millwall are out, dear listeners after a very poor first half, it's going to have to be said, I thought we looked um, second best. QPR haven't exactly dominated, we've just shown nothing. We've barely troubled the uh, QPR goalkeeper, and at times, quality of our passing, crossing, has been Sunday morning level. so um, room for improvement, let's, let's say that at least. Second half, we will be attacking the away ends. Let's hope they can give the fans something to get behind. There's uh, two and a half thousand Millwall fans here wanting to be entertained to some level. We haven't had that in the first half, so let's see what we can get in the second. And away we go. I thought at times in that first half, QPR looked very much the relegation candidates that they are, but somehow we've contrived to get them a goal in front of us. and Make ourselves look like a team that have only just met each other. Watmore has done very little this half. I mean, he's a player that I've generally speaking of likes for his energy, but we haven't seen any energy from him at all. This, game, this is QPR on the break forward, though. So. Brian clears at the uh, stri- as the uh, midfielder was, was pressing on there, so it was a right, left-sided corner. Uh, yeah, um, Watmore I like, but he's shown nothing. I think Nisbet obviously had one chance in that first half, which he managed to put into Rosehead. As it is, 47 minutes, it's going to be a left-sided corner, Queen's Park Rangers. Very officious referee, dear listeners. If he was an employee of the post office, he would almost certainly have been involved in the prosecution of some postmasters. That kind of person. Then comes the left-sided corner. It was a deep one. We do roll um, it clear. But back to QPR. During the, um, the brief flurry of playoff talk excitement that happened, just before the Middlesbrough game, this was one of the games that deemed by, I think I might have deemed it as a winnable match. It's not looking to winnable at the moment. One 0 down on 48 minutes. This is Queens Park Rangers pressing on our right side. That's uh, crossing into the box. We're struggling to get it clear. That's going to go straight into touch. Well, you can hear, you can hear the opinion of the masses. Flaming. <laughs> Left side as we attack. He's got what more overlapping him into some space. Falls into Nisbet, but taken away from him. 53 minutes. No longer. Bringing the crowd into it at least. This is Norton Caffey. He's been quiet, comparatively quiet. He's Drifted inside there from the uh, the right side. This is Honeyman. Neither shot nor cross from George Honeyman. 54 minutes. Mill sub. Lizbet comes out. Longman comes in. Mm. What a good game from Lisbeth, dear listeners. Longman comes in. Presumably Fleming's What more going to be strikers isn't it? This travelling public have come forward to come here to see forward play. We're not getting it. Might write a letter to my MP. This is Longman now. Windsor of on the right side. Norton Cuffey goes over. 57 minutes. Danny Mack goes over to take it instead. And Danny gives the ball away unfortunately. QPR will bring out. Joe Bryan coming out for Murray Wallace. Tangenga coming out for Norton Cuffey. Very, very little to um, raise your spirits from this performance, but that's something at least. All breaks, Murray Wallace on the left surging forward, 69 minutes. Inside is Billy Mitch. It's a floated ball onto the far post. aiming for Danny Mack there, but it's nudged away by a hoop shirt. Only as far as uh, George Honeyman now. Ball floated in. Balls to Billy Mitch. No option for a shot despite the calls from the crowd. That's Murray Wallace. It's, uh, taken by the goalkeeper. Cross from the left side. Sticking to all 70 minutes, listeners. Billy Mitch press play. Murray Wallace now on the left side. 71 minutes. All pressing on the left. Inside is Billy. I do why people are booing him. Nice little taken turn by Murray Wallace. Nice decent goal. Of- oh, Fongs to Josh Hanneman. Oh, that's the line. Ball in from there to the penalty area. It's hoofed up the line. Now QBR crowd goes down injured. QBR crowd, remonstrating the, the north of crowd. That's going to end badly. And some stuff got slung on the pitch there, listeners. Don't know with he won. telling people to call it. This is got every capacity to go badly. A little bit of drama, dear listeners. Ball breaks. This is the uh, the 30 on the left side now. Shot from distance into the middle defence, it breaks. This is Billy Mitch. Ball down the middle. What more to chase it. Ran out of steam, ran out of steam. He got his foot to it but didn't have the um the continue to continue the run there, listeners. We've consistently managed to um, turn and run into three or four white and blue shirts this afternoon. There's been no creativity whatsoever, no imagination. In a very very disappointing performance 84 minutes QPR got a free kick on the left side but um, from perspective, whole oh, perspective we've barely troubled their goalkeeper I can't remember him having to do anything this afternoon in truth nothing springs to my mind put it that way the fact that Nisbet left the game so early probably speaks volumes he's our, he's our top striker there's a chance in front of goals two yards Shot spilled by Sarkic slammed home for 2-0. Game turn match. Oh. Poorest performance under Joe Edwards, in my opinion, an absolutely awful display by Millwall. Shot from distance, spilled by Sarkic, slotted home from close. 2-0. This has been very, very poor listeners. Oh my word. Um, Sarkic, I suppose, spilled for the second, so, you know, criticism for that. He's not done too badly, I suppose. Otherwise, I'm thinking hard across the whole side to pick out, like, a a man of the match. There isn't one. The worst player of the match. I think they've all played uniformly poorly. Um, It's like a malaise. I I can't... um, Going forwards, we've shown nothing. I can't think of any moments that we've troubled the QPR goalkeeper at all. I couldn't stand to be corrected, but I can't remember any. There was a one shot from uh, this bit in the first half, which he put high. Apart from that, I don't remember anything. We showed no verve or spark in the second half. We tried to raise the tempo a little bit, that that fizzled out. And it's been it's been an awful yes, yes. against the side that uh, deservedly, in my opinion, having not watched them in the um, the bottom three. So I don't know. I was actually weighing up whether to go to um, Hull, listeners. Looking at various options. It's, none of it's easy. You know, the train rides and changing at various places around the country. But I think this afternoon's made my mind up. I'm going to stay at home. There is, final whistle. QBR2, Mill nil. nil. Booze, rightly so. Very poor performance. Uh, nothing really that stands out in my mind to um, anything positive about that Mill no showing at all. Man, the match, the right one. Um, by far the poor is showing under Joe Edwards since he's arrived. So uh, anyway, there it is from a very cold um, and empty, um,
2: loftus road. PBR two mil nought. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
3: Achtung,
0: huge welcome on the show now to a new voice we do like to get new voices on the show and this is paul cree writer performer rapper and host of the lager time podcast paul big welcome on the show mate great to have you
1: ah uh, thank you for having me pleasure
0: and what a choice of game <laughs> yesterday.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. as i've got a wordsmith on the show listeners um i better look up thesaurus for the variations on disastrous paul i've got adverse calamitous cataclysmic catastrophic they all sum up yesterday's showing by millwall mate um i i really don't know where that performance came from we've gone from for me so the best half an hour i've seen the Millside side play in many many years and i'll go back a long way as you can see on your screen to that and it was it was diabolical i, I, I don't get where that performance came from yesterday my do you?
1: no it uh it was very frustrating it re- it reminded me of some of the the worst aspects of the gary rowit tenure there was uh no ideas of watching it i felt there was Not- a big, there was a big gap between the middle and and this bit uh i felt like honeymoon was was sitting quite deep uh, and, there was, and they were t- all they were trying to do was go down the right with Norton Cuffey and he couldn't seem to get past his men and that was it that was the only idea they had and um, I don't know it was just lacklustre it was flat I thought like they started off alright with a, a bit of energy and it because I, I for my sins I was sat in the home end yeah, I that. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, you know so, so I was like, it, was, it made, made it even worse you know because I couldn't I couldn't imagine yeah. yeah but uh, so I could I was watching where, I, where my eye line was in the first half was right where their their back line was, and uh, they they got they got mistakes in them. I was thinking, and I was there with my brother, who's also a Mill fan, and we were like, these lot are there for the beating, but yeah, we couldn't get past them. Got nothing,
0: you know. No, but, no creativity. I mean, the, uh, the bloke was standing next to so us down the opposite end of the ground, as you can imagine, and we said the same thing in the opening. 15 minutes 20 minutes i thought qpr looked very poor they were deservedly looking like relegation candidates paul i mean you can see why they're second from bottom mate um and somehow we started to make them look better and better as the game wore on i think as you said we had no imagination we had nothing the players that you would have expected i could you know the, the starting 11 i didn't particularly disagree with it there was there was it slightly picks itself with the injuries and uh, maybe with you know some would say we should have started savile but yeah. um billy's not done that badly for me i don't mean billy did that badly yesterday in fairness it's very hard to pick out any standout players on a, a uniformly poor performance but i didn't think billy was the, the villain of the piece he no. seems to get it a little bit online mate
1: doesn't he i thought he was best at a bad bunch to be honest um he was he was buzzing around in the middle uh it was a few sideways passes, but actually yeah. he, was, he got a few forward. And that one little opportunity in the first half, which is right where we were set, was him. It was he got down the left, and I think Brian put him through. I, I can't remember. Uh
0: yeah, was it was a what more crossing from the left. Oh, and I, I
1: think it was, oh, maybe it was what more. I thought it was maybe you probably
0: got a better view of it, mate. Um, yeah. The ball came in from the left. Let's say that. I mean, that was a one chance. If you look at the BBC stats listeners, you'll see two shots. One on target, which came in the second half, and that was a chance yeah. in the first half, which Felton to Nisbet, who has become the villain of the piece at the moment, um, Paul. Um, but he did put that one high. I think it might have hit the scoreboard above the, um, at the home end. Um, it was poorly yeah, taken.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was way over. I, I, I thought what was poignant to me in that moment was, well, that was the one attack that went down the left. You know, <laughs> the only, in, in the whole game. And like, yeah, I, I was excited to see Joe, because I don't get to see too many games. And I was quite excited to watch Joe Bryan. But he barely left the halfway line. And everything was going on the other side with Norton Cuffey. Not for want of trying, but he he couldn't couldn't beat his men. So we were going nowhere. But we get one move down the left and it creates the only opportunity we had in the game. A
0: lot of players, I mean, it would include Brooke Norton Cuffey, actually, who had bad days. I mean, these are good players, but had bad days yesterday. Um, normally he's effective on the right side. I mean, you you know, you're right. Um, if the left side's not operating, you can normally look to to Brook on the other side, and he'll get the ball and drift in and beat men. But I think QPR perhaps had done some planning, and got, they got had plenty of shirts in front of him. So every time he got the ball, we seemed to be running into two or three hoop shirts, and it just wasn't happening for for any of them. I mean, I'd, I'd include Ian Fleming Paul as well. He didn't show much. I
1: I, I don't know if he even my brother said did he even touch the ball. You know um don't I, I, I don't know what he did he just drifted around
0: barely touched the ball
1: um i mean it's, that's that's what hurts
0: a little bit yesterday because we had a, a good traveling support there and i don't know about you i mean I, I don't think any of us could have watched it and seen much different but i didn't see any hunger i mean qpr had more desire than we did paul yeah, did. yesterday that's that's yeah. that's not right that can't that can't continue i don't know what joe edwards um is gonna do about it. they said I, I might have read it. Someone else would might have put the words in his mouth. But he said we let ourselves down, and I'd include let the support down because we had good support there yesterday. Um, and to produce a shambles like that, I just I don't understand where we've gone from looking
1: so good, <laughs> last weekend. Yeah, it, it was, to that. I know <laughs> it was. It was it was pessimistic, and I felt you know this is like is he doing a row it and coming for the point. And, you know, maybe I'm overthinking it. And, like, maybe that's why Joe Brown wasn't wasn't going forward. Maybe. maybe he was sat back. Because they've got that guy up front who's a bit of a handful. He's very quick, very strong, very powerful. Is it, is it Anderson? I can't remember his name. I believe so.
0: The thirty, number 30 he putting yeah, himself yeah, about.
1: Yeah, they've yeah. got some
0: nippy little wingers there, Paul, as well. I mean, both, they, they, they looked dangerous when they came forwards, so I thought. Both halves, really. Yeah, which, and
1: they're terrible. It's just like they can't score. You know, they're... one of the guys I was with—it's um, my older brother, finally enough. He is, yeah. is a QPR fan. He said that's the first goal they scored at their their shed end in uh, since last season. <laughs> <So> they're, they're <laughs> awful. You
0: know, I don't know. So, I was just, just looking at the BBC report. They'd lost five of their last six previous games, including the two nil defeat at ours on, on Boxing Day and
3: yeah. I mean
0: when you watch the, i uh, uh, got on the uh, the website today, and, uh, uh, got the extended highlights, which is extended only because it's purely QPR chances I mean it, there was those just two Mill uh, moments and the rest of it is QPR opportunity they, I actually think they had a fair shout for a penalty there was a, there was a moment in the second half where, you know, like the cliche has it, uh, you've seen them given it was a ball fired into, I think it was Wes Harding and it it's got hit him on the hand, but you know, touch and go for a moment. I think they might have had a shout for that. They were quite outraged online. But I think for the two goals, Paul, what I wanted the point I wanted to really make, which bothers me a lot, is the first goal was a cross in from um, the right side. And I think knocked back across the face of the the six yard box, and we were beaten inside our own six yard box, beaten to the pace by a QPR player who yeah. simply tashed, touched it in. And the second goal, which was down at your end, so to speak, yeah. was um, Sarkic got down, couldn't hold a shot, and again, round it runs loose. and The QPR striker is first to the ball. That's twice two goals conceded by not being quick enough in our own six yard box. That's a problem, mate.
1: I think, yeah, no, yeah, scrappy. Uh, I could, I, I didn't have the best view of the, that first goal, but I watched it back just before I came. right, but yeah, you're right. It was um they were they had more desire to get to that since the second ball right i, I remember playing yeah. youth football and you know when i was 10 and they were always yeah. talking about the second ball you've got to be first to the second ball you're right we were, we're all caught, caught sleeping at the back and you know they were they were more up for it at the end of the day um i don't even know if it's a pace thing because you know it's t- such tiny margins in in the six yard yeah. area we gotta do this i know stick your foot out but no, no, I
0: was gonna come on to that. Um, because you're right. I mean, there's there's the physical pace, which is one thing. Um, but what's that expression? Half the game is played in the head, isn't it? Or something I can't remember how the the, 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 the quote goes now, but most of the most of the action takes place in your head. Um, and I've got an email in from one of our listeners, Mike, talking about Mike Bisseker talking about Kevin Nisbet and criticising his game, so to speak. And I just wanted to run this past you actually, see what you think. He says, um, He's been watching this bit closely over the last few games and he's concluded he doesn't have a football brain. He seems unable to make meaningful runs in search of passes. He's continued on his heels, flat-footed when he's in advanced positions and very slow to react to play. Um, he can he can score when he's in the right place, but he's not sure he fits into Mill's style. Now, that, I mean, in a sense, to sum it up, is lacking football intelligence. I'd also include quite a large swathe of our players as not being... Not thinking quick enough. I mean, those two goals probably good examples. You know, balls coming into your own danger zone, and we weren't alive to the possibilities. And I, I, I mean, this bit is one play. Uh, Mike's picked out there, and I, I kind of know where he's going with that. But not <laughs> include a large chunk of, of our current squad, and I think that's a problem for Joe Edwards because I think he's used to playing with players that do think fast and think quickly, and
1: we don't. Yeah, uh, admittedly, I've not I've not watched loads of this bit. Um, but I'd have to, from what I saw yesterday and the other stuff I've seen, I think it make it makes me wonder if, in a way, we are have been blessed to have Bradshaw in that because under it we create so little, you know. Yeah. They, he is So he has to sort of go above and beyond just to even get a sniff at anything. So he's willing yeah. to 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 do, you know, ninety nine percent waste of you know waste his time running around for that one sliver of an opportunity, whereas. And this be, uh, he looks like he could be a finisher but on, on a showman like that yesterday he's not going to get anything but is he going to no. do what Bradshaw does and and chase loose ends all game in in the hope that he's going to get a sniff you know I, I, I that was that yeah. no no. but if you if you give, I don't know I wonder if you give him an opportunity is he going to put the ball in it? I mean he had his one yesterday and he skied it but I don't know yeah maybe all right. Previously,
0: I'd liked him. I mean, I must admit, but I'm, 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 we're picking out in this bit. And we've drawn, obviously, fairly early in the game 56 minutes for the strange choice of Ryan Longman. we then really playing without a striker, in, in effect, um, which is odd, odd choice by, um, by Joe Edwards. I, 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 there's two schools of thought on that. One, this is a very, very stupid substitution because, I mean, with the one striker we do have, no matter how badly he's playing, Paul, you still would. He's yeah. still a he's he's still a sniffer. He's still a poacher of a goal. He's someone that will get you something if you give him half a chance. Possibly, um, certainly if he's not on the field, he can't do that. And we're then playing effectively without a striker in a game that we're chasing. So, I, two schools of thought. One is that Joe Edwards doesn't know what he's doing substitution wise. That's one school of thought. The other is he's trying to send some kind of message to the uh, well to to Mr. Berrelson that we need money to buy a decent striker um that's the kind of jose marino school of um you know deep 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 football games what do you
1: think mate how do you see that oh, i had that thought that thought hadn't occurred to me i mean maybe you're right <laughs> he did work on the marino right maybe he has yeah. rung him up last week didn't he apparently check out yeah. tanganga yeah, the dark, dark, and he's just been sacked, and he that Mourinho. He yeah, down? he's he's yeah.
0: loose. Yeah, I'd, I'd have him down the den if he's free, but I don't think we can yeah. afford him.
1: He's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> been he known for playing like horrible football. No, yeah, no, yeah, Robert.
0: well, that's row Rowett, Rowett times
1: ten, yeah. isn't he? He's, he's, he's the ultimate Rowett, at style. But yeah, um, I, I, I didn't I didn't get that logic of pulling off uh, Nisbet yeah. and bringing on lot. I don't know what that was. And uh, no, I, I didn't. I don't, yeah. the the you know the possibly. Look, trying to highlight to the, the chairman that he needs a striker. I had that, that thought hadn't occurred to me. I was that, is, that is
0: very devious thinking. I'm, 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 as I'm getting older, Paul, I'm getting more and more devious in my thinking on, on football. I, I, I don't know whether that was what it was, but certainly it not whether he meant it to or not, that we don't have a striker. The other thing, I mean, obviously we saw Gang who okay, came in, didn't have time to really make a huge difference to the game. And, um, Interestingly, I thought Murray Wallace, who actually looked more attacking-minded and had a little bit it. more intent than Joe Bryan, much touted Joe Bryan. Um, but those were the only three substitutions, Paul. And sitting on the bench, mate, is one that Roman Essay, um, a player we talk about a lot, but we don't see barely at all. Now, that was a game yesterday where we were bereft of creativity out there. We had no imagination. And who knows whether Roman could have come into that game and made a difference? We don't really know, but we certainly can't make a difference sat on the bench, can he? And I don't understand what's what's afoot with that because surely that was that was the the, the ideal opportunity to to give him a go, but we don't see him.
1: No, uh, I, I felt mildly reassured whenever it was Christmas. I think it was when Joe Edwards came out and he was asked about it in yeah. maybe was it South London Press. I'm not sure. Yeah, he said he said that. Uh, there's there's nothing going on he's just he's a young player so yeah 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 yeah. uh, i was wondering that yesterday but also you Savile was warming up in the second half he was running down the touchline where we were and i'm sort of nudging my brother thinking like come on this this needs someone to liven things up a bit
0: and we want spirit we want a bit of um passing i mean again just looking at denor i mean i know he's come back from injury recently but he's sat on the bench so, there's some strange choices substitution tactical choices perhaps I d I don't know um SA, who knows i think we've we put, you know we we've done that subject to death one way and the other, but we don't seem to if you, we don't see him yesterday in a game where we are we're chasing we're gold down um i I get he's a young player and you don't want to throw them into the um the maelstrom of championship football too quickly i get i get that. But if you don't use them in, you know, you got to, you got to learn. You got at some point, you have got to take the wheel of the car, haven't you? You got to start driving the car. You got, to, yeah, you don't learn by thinking about it forever. And, um, you know, we're not seeing him, so I, I, I it beats me. It's not, it's not like he hasn't already come on and showed showed bits, you know. No, he showed he can do it. He's played at a high level. English, yeah, yeah, English, you know, for some reason, um, Joe didn't see him as as useful yesterday. So, so who
1: knows. Um, that, I forget, I forget his name, but the, the one of the centre backs for QPR, quite a tall guy. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I was watching him. You know, whenever he get the ball, he was he's like sort of like Jake Cooper with the ball. You know, he's a bit like Bambi on ice. Mm. Is this someone could get round this guy easy? Yeah, someone tricky who's, who's willing to make those runs. But there was no one in no pressing. no, no pressing. An SA maybe could have opened them up. Well, I want Amaku, but I get Amaku's still injured. Amaku's right? injured,
0: but SA certainly you'd have backed him to cause them problems. The, the, back at the start of the game, and you said it at the start of our conversation, when we did mildly get at them a little bit, they looked very uncomfortable with the ball. They did. They did. You know, they were playing ball straight into touch. They were looking like they were in panic stations, Paul. So, but we didn't follow that up. So um, there it is. Um, it finished 2-0, cold day. Um yeah. Miserable day. <laughs> and that was that. Um, so there we are. We 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 stay in the well eighteenth position, thirty two points. We're uh, eight points clear of QPR. I do move up a few. Uh, they move up a place to twenty four. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's clearly something in the team. There's 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 you got this double strand. We've clearly got potential to play some decent football. We did have a run of decent results over Christmas. And I don't want to cling on to that half an hour against Middlesbrough too much, Paul. But I, I'm starting to wonder whether that's like, um, I don't know, like some golden memory that we're going to live on forever that, that we never see it again. You know, because um, the second half against Borough was pretty shambolic, and that certainly yesterday was shambolic. We've got, we've got to find some, we've got to find some hunger from somewhere, um, or um, bring some players in. I don't know. Uh, we'll,
1: we'll see how the right. transfer window <laughs> goes, mate. Won't we? Um, it's just occurred to me that I wonder if it's. You know, given the like the Leicester game and the Middlesbrough game where they played well, yeah, uh, for spells, but but still shipped three goals in both games. I wonder if they've become like risk averse, if they're now scared to to push forward, and you know, and if they've they've and and they've lost considerably while still playing well. So I wonder if they've they've gone they've gone back to being nervy and don't want to take too many risks.
0: Maybe I mean Joe. Joe Edwards has obviously come to us from a very high level. Not not front man, but certainly he's played. Uh, he's, he's coached with Chelsea and yeah. Everton and, and the England uh, national side. So he's used to playing with top top quality players. Um, which you know, the best will in the world. Most of that squad there must know they would not feature in Joe Edwards' ideal squad at Millwall. I mean, all right, we're not going to be able to. We're not going to be able to go and sit at the top table of European football and compete for the biggest names, but you know, if Joe Edwards was to sit down with a realistic idea of what that squad would look like in in Championship terms, Millwall terms, probably don't include many of that that squad. I, I wonder whether that's demotivating them in some way, whether they they, they don't believe in themselves, knowing that. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm going around in circles slightly, but I, I I just wonder whether there's a certain lack of. Um, Lack of self belief that they can't play this style. Particularly, I mean, they couldn't play it particularly well yesterday. Passing out from the back yesterday was giving me. I don't need any more heart conditions, uh, Paul. I'm certainly getting itchy up in that, in, that, in that high level. Which, yeah, the uh, the higher level at the yeah. away end, there's a kind of, you had a strange sense that you kind of lean over and fall onto the pitch at any moment. It's because you had the um, the rail seating up there? So it's odd. But there we are. Finished, finished 2-0, and we move on now to Preston next week. Let's keep our fingers crossed for that. Paul, I want you to tell me about being a a, 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 a spoken word artist. Um, I've listened to your podcast, Lager Time, which was the most recent yeah. edition. Really yeah. interesting, mate. Um, very you. different to what I'd listened to. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't have I thought like to you. listen to it, but you, you flagged it. I'm glad
1: you did, So I enjoyed it. Oh, It's a very niche, niche thing, what I do like I, i'm like a niche within a niche but i, but I like niche
0: the, tell the, me about this, this is this is this is a this is a niche podcast in the first place so you know it's it's an interesting approach because you're kind of combining a bit of music with a bit of laugh at me if you like but it's like a rhythmic type of speaking isn't it it's like um i
1: suppose so you know, i mean it depends what i'm doing that is like the longer time stuff i spotted i script it out and then, yeah. and then whereas you know, now i'm just so you do this it. live and free
0: free form so to speak like, yeah, a, like
1: a, yeah i suppose i do a mixture of things i do you know, i started off as a, a rapper you know 20, 20 years ago i still do that stuff um, yeah i've written stories poems i've written a few plays uh and it, i guess what i do is a, probably a combination of all of those things sometimes i might do something that rhymes or whatever really. okay sometimes i don't um depends what it is really like that longer time stuff is i don't even know how i came on to doing it that way yeah. um but <laughs> i don't know it's something a little bit they kind of, i don't know they're sort of attempts at essays i'm not i'm not a massively educated person but i try and okay, i understand you know, yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah i do you know, rhythmic stuff rapping and poetry i've been doing that for years um lucky you know lucky enough it's my job if you like um nice awesome. one yeah,
0: it's interesting yeah. check check Paul out um on tw- twitter x is called now not twitter anymore is it at yeah. paul Cree, that's spelled c uh, um and you've got your kind of links on there Paul to your various um sites um in, yeah. in the podcast and so on so um yeah have a, have a look check it out. I, I was i was i, I was interested i wouldn't have thought to have listened to it listeners so i'm not gonna beat around the bush it wouldn't have been my thing ordinary but paul um gave me a shout and i listened to it i'm glad i did because it's an interesting story it's an unusual Millwall story well.
1: I it. it's actually my brother that said my brother now he's like why don't you tell tell uh, nick from act Millwall? Cause, yeah, well, we've been, been listening for years um you know and it's like uh, there's, yeah. there's been periods over the last 10 years is that how long you've been doing this? Maybe. Eight oh, years? mate, I've been doing it forever. Yeah, it's. I was thinking you know, it was about ten, ten plus years, eleven years yeah. possibly now yeah. since I started. Yeah. I remember, but there was periods where I couldn't get to games, and uh, yeah. I don't get to that many anymore. So it was uh, yeah, a, yeah, a good resource. Yeah, you know, to be able to stay plugged in, and you know now. No, I pay that fifty quid for me TV. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know exactly what I get for it, but as well, I'm watching Crossbar Challenge the other week. Think, what, what, what is this?
0: Why are we watching yeah. this nonsense? Yeah, yeah,
1: but I, I, like, I like the interviews with. I like the. I, I like watching Joe Edwards interviews and stuff. He like, talks yeah. well,
0: doesn't he? Speaks well. Um, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that this we can we've got enough in our squad to survive in the championship. I think that's crucial that we survive in the championship. We don't get drawn into any kind of relegation fight and that he gets a chance to rebuild that squad because I think at its best what we've seen with Joe Edwards is really really entertaining high quality football um I just don't think he's quite got the um the the, the 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 palette to paint the masterpiece at the moment he needs he needs some uh better quality yeah yeah paint so to speak I thought,
1: I thought it was interesting this guy this scout guy from Palace. Yeah, the Crystal kids. Palace boy, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of the guy, but I'm getting, I'm looking at their roster at Palace, you know, the yeah, kids that yeah. they've put through. They've had some really good kids, so I'm hoping that's a, a move for the future, which could wield, uh, you know... Some yeah, some of
0: benefits. Time. We've got to get better at reaping the local talent. There's loads, I mean, it's well known as a hotbed of football talent, south East yeah. London, and we've yeah. got to get better at finding it and keeping it. Um, yeah, Lewisham alone, there's been... 100%. yeah. 100% we've got, we, yeah. you know, how we let half of it go um, is, is heartbreaking. But there we are. Let's, let's hope that's the start of a of an improved um, way of, of uh, running the club. Yeah, Paul, I want to say thank you, mate. Big welcome on the thank show. You. We're going to see you again. We'll do it again, mate. I've, I've enjoyed it. Nice one. Yeah, nice one to talk you. to you. Thank you for having me. Cheers, Nick. At Paul Cree on Twitter. Paul Cree, listeners. Check him out. Achtung, Mailball. Mailball. Huge thank you to Paul Cree for joining us on the show to review yesterday's utter disappointment <laughs> at Loveders Road. I want to say a big thank you to you too, dear listeners, for joining me on the show. Um, big thank you to everyone that managed to contribute to the um, the uh, Acton calendar appeal. We one way or the other, including a very generous donation from an anonymous listener. Uh, and The whole um, effort Produced a donation to the food hub of one thousand pounds, all in, and that was the aim and the uh, the target I set myself at the start of it. And thank you to the the anonymous listener. We actually made it. We, we were able to donate a thousand pounds to Kelly at the Lions Food Hub in January. Always a difficult month, and that's what it's all about, listeners. Um, obviously, difficult in the wake of yesterday's um, utter shambles. Let's hope that we can see some better football. Next Saturday at home to Preston, which is assuming larger um, importance when you look at the fixtures ahead during the course of February. But anyway, we'll one bridge at a time, across we'll one bridge at a time, as my old man used to say. Uh, so, a big thank you for listening to this week's show. This is part one of a two part. We've got some voicemails to um, react to, which I will be doing probably tomorrow now listeners i'm a bit of a schedule today sunday so this is part one of a double header show in the wake of that loss yesterday at, at QPR. but the voicemail show a big thank you to everyone that's, that's um sending. you still got time to send me your reaction thoughts or musings on yesterday's performance um via x or, or whatsapp if you've got my phone number so still some time if you want to have your say uh, big thank you to everyone that's, that sent the comments in. I will be doing that show tomorrow. That'll be part two of this weekend show. But until the next edition of Akatong Mill, dear listeners, from me, Nick Hart, signing out from yesterday's misery. It's a river dirty, mill warm. Bye for now.